0: i okay.
1: just says by strength shall no man prevail this moment we are in right now is the moment of the Holy Ghost something is about to enter you hot to, but the spirit itself make it intercession for us with clonies that cannot be altered. So I like you to release the Holy Ghost, he's in you. Let him pray through you. That's his ministry to help you. He's your helper, he's your standby, he's your leader. That you need. Spirit pray. Pray to the Father when you don't know what else to pray. in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Somebody shall glory. Thank you father my god my god shalom my god Simini Gabaradia Shagabaladai. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let all believers shout glory. If you are here, shout glory. If you are here, shout glory. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God. My God. Soro di mini Mentebele caricaro coco. Serra di manem. Saints, I'm mm. here today. Shaka baji, mana Shaka balata, bataya. Seketi mana Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Thank you, Jesus. Simini gaborogabaya, zentemelega dimanaya. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, simini gaborogabaya, shaga balata kataya, zikiti bity gada bago soy, gabadaya elegati badadaya, shogoto botopo shaga badadaya. Eregeti badadaya, mekati managaya. Shogoto bototo toto toto, sikati managai. Mergete te 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 Rakapatimine gadai, u sorodimana. Kabala ba ya, zegede zegede zegede, zigitidididididi. Zakabala dai, mesoko bodobo. Sagabade melegede, shogobodobo, eregede belade. Zagabala da patata. Shagabala da da. Raga da 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 Siga depele sure. deke tepe, Zuka balata bada, Meleke tepele de, Kadimana Kozi gata tepe, 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 Shaka papa, 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 shake a mena get a get a get a get a get a get a in the name of Jesus My God, my God, my God, my God, my God Shagabalata, Ilaka tabala taba taba taba, Papa ba Papa ba 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 Papa ta 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 Shabalada Se-ke-te-te-te-te-te. da badaya, reke tete te tete te te seke te seke seke Laga ba da 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 da, shaga ba da 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 raga ba 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 raga ba 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 ba, shaga managabai, shada Yes, come on, somebody, begin to pray. Let's tear the atmosphere. Mangadimini gidiga. Mati katakatakataya Rakapapapaya Menti manakai Mendebe Mandu Mande Kungangroka Belekatimi di cabamro Kapate pelebe Kapatom barakatate Shatamanakaya Etemene katikataya Zumano Sala di Managaya, enti mana gai, meso dobo do, masakai, el reke Egragadagada, te 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 te, el eka di baba. Regga di manaka ba boy, Regga da shaga ba ba zika tata tata. raka ba 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 Shagabadabaya. Madimanaya. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hey. Somebody shall glory. My God. managaya. Somebody shall glory. Let the glory rise. Let the glory rise. Shall glory. Shall glory. Shall glory. My God, my God, my God, my God. My God, my God. Shout glory. Hey! Shout glory. Shout glory. Shout glory. Shout glory. Shout glory. Shall glory. My God, my God. My Father, my Lord. Mazigatimana gabae, regatimini gamaro gabae, and temele catimini kata, atuat and temele gatigata gadae, raga shaga raga kabala daya. Merra Gadimini Gabai Erregadimini Sado. My God <laughs> Wow. So before I start somebody just somebody sent me this message some time ago that the way I shout glory and the way I shout he 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 loves it far. Glory 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 glory. So the person is learning. <laughs> it's beautiful to see some of the things we do. Yes, being done by other people to the glory of our Lord Jesus. My God. Now listen, in the realms of the spirit. In the realms of the spirit, knowledge becomes possibilities. Knowledge in the natural realm is not always available unless taught by men. People receive knowledge and they can only impart that which they know. But in the realms of the spirit, even that which you do not know becomes a possibility to you. If you have a spiritual advantage in encountering God, And that is why Jacob said, after encountering God, that so for all this while, God was in this place. And I didn't know, people of God, there are a lot of things that God wants us to learn. But until we climb up, even to the throne room of God in the spirit, we may not understand the fullness of God. We may not understand all that it takes to arise. We may not understand all that it will take to win all men to God. Am I talking to somebody? Listen, God understands that everybody needs light. And one of the things that God will always push to your hand is to push light closer to you. Because God knows that a man is elevated by the level of light they receive. Light is knowledge. Light is wisdom. Light is understanding. Am I talking to somebody? And who is that light? The light is a person, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody who receives him have received the fullness of the knowledge of God. So the Bible says that you have the mind of God why do we have the mind of god he was talking that these people they are ignorant they do not know certain things but you people you have the mind of god you have the mind of god in you and that is why you can make decisions based on how god want to make things today i was just sitting there i said god i was praying sitting there and i was like god make me a man like yourself that assuming you were on the earth what you would do let me do assuming you were on the earth what you would say let me say assuming you were on the earth whatever you experience let me experience i said father i know that this sounds like a foolish prayer but oh god whatever you would have done in this present situation of life father let me become that thing father strip me of myself and let me be you even under the sun that I can express the full manifestation of my destiny and also bring people to that realm where they can express the full manifestations of their destiny as you have made them. People of God, I came to pray for you in the name of Jesus by the mandate of heaven anything making sure that you don't rise any altar that is belittling you, let the hand of God bring that altar down Somebody shall fire let the hand of God pull those altar down in the altar rising for you to fall may you rise for the altar to fall in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus now let's say people of God now the teachings of altars are very very important and in the morning I talked to you about the basics and the foundations and I said that the first thing that a man must seek is to seek God I already taught that last week You must seek God because the Bible says that for a long season in Chronicles for a long season Israel was without what the true God a teaching priest and the law and I said that if in all your seeking the first thing you must seek in your life is to seek God am I talking to somebody now I know that in the New Testament God is rather seeking us but the Bible says that look for me or search for me and you will find me when you find when you search for me with all your heart am i talking to somebody it means that although god is coming for us although god is looking for us but until we position ourselves well we will not be located it is like the bible said that whoever finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. this is an example the same way you must also try to position yourself as a wife to be found by God as a husband am I talking to somebody that is how God works God needs you to be found am I talking to somebody so be careful people of God make sure you position yourself well in these times that you will be located by God because it will be in misery if you are not located at the place where God is located this afternoon or this evening i prophesy no matter what entangles you that have closed you even from the eye of god today i lift you up may you be positioned in the place where god can locate you and bless you in the name of jesus in the name of jesus so the first name man must always find is find god if you find god you will find the rest the bible says seek ye the kingdom of god first and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness last time by revelation I was able to tell you that the kingdom of God is the Holy Spirit so the Bible says the kingdom of God has now come and has manifested in you and I asked us what is in us as a believer and we found that what is in us is the Holy Spirit so if you are talking about the kingdom of God that has manifested in us we are talking about the Spirit of God am I talking to somebody and I told you that if you have the Holy Spirit, He will also guide you into knowing more truth in God and about God. Am I talking to somebody now? In order to be able to understand the dealings of altars and covenant, well, a man must first know God because through covenant and through altars come from Him alone. People of God, many people keep on hearing a lot about altars and all that they could Think is about the negative things. Listen, the law of first mention state that all tests were mentioned in the Bible, and the first time altars were mentioned in the Bible has nothing to do with an evil thing. So, altar is even an idea of God. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Are you learning, people of God? A record pass. so if we want to find whether altar is an evil thing or altar is a good thing we must now identify the law of first mention and when we study the scriptures it was Noah that was the first person who erected an altar unto the Lord the altar that Noah erected was unto the Lord why did Noah erected an altar we read something in the book of Genesis chapter 4 verse 3 to 4 and we saw that after the flood Noah began to erect an altar and made the sacrifice exactly after the flood that they were able to find the land, that they were able to find peace, that they, they were able to locate themselves in a the place that they know that now they are satisfied. The first thing he did was to erect an altar so it also speaks a lot even about our life now when a man get testimony the first thing you do become an altar when you get money the first thing you use your money for become an altar when you get blessed the first thing you do with that blessing become an altar am I talking to somebody that is why the beginning of the year is very very important and the ending of the year is very very important because anything you become an altar am I talking to somebody when God is able to help you to cross over to the other side my god I feel fire right now when God is helping you to cross over to the other side of a certain season the blessings of that season the first thing you begin to do becomes an altar whether it is demonic or holistic people of God we must go back to re-identify ourselves and and correct certain things in our life there, there were things that we did that did not align with the council of god and many people have set some demonic altars unknowingly and some of these altars are fighting their destiny but today i have come as your moses i have come as your elijah i have come as your ezekiel i have come as your Isaiah i have come as one of the apostles i have come in the spirit of elohim in the mighty name of has gone wrong whatever has wrong, gone wrong whatever you have neg- uh, sorry or erected against your life today in the name of Jesus let the power of God consume that thing in the name of Jesus let the power of God consume that thing in the name of Jesus my God Can somebody help me? Genesis chapter 4 verse 3. My God. I prophesy. By the hand of God. In the name of Jesus. My God. My God. My God. Anything that is making sure that Christ is not exalted in your life, that thing catch fire now. That thing catch fire now. Now, one of the things that has been misunderstood, one of the things that has been misunderstood by a lot of people is altars. Are you following? So Noah, oh sorry, I think there was a mistake. Noah's own is in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. Yes. But let's first read Genesis chapter 4 verse 3. I want to show you something. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Now, let's start from Genesis chapter 4. So we will know we will hear the word altar in Genesis chapter 8 verse 20 where Noah had the ability to erect an altar immediately after the flood but first let's find something I want to show you something, are you ready to learn this thing? I want to show you something even in the book of Genesis chapter 4, chapter 4, let's read Genesis chapter 4 Genesis chapter 4 verse 1, let's go ya. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. My God, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the lord and abel he also brought of the first lanes of his flock and of the fat thereof and the lord had a respect unto abel and to his offering but unto cain and to his offering he had not respect and cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. and the lord said unto cain why art thou rowed and why is thy countenance falling if thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and slew him. Why did he kill his brother he killed his brother because God has said that if your offering is accepted on the altar then or if you do what is right then you will be accepted people of God I came to show you something here now altar was not mentioned even at this location but there was no sacrifice that could have been sacrificed without erecting an altar am I talking to somebody and we could see but through scriptures and the understanding of the scriptures that people copy what their father do. Am I talking to somebody? Because the character and the nature of Abel and even Cain was also copied from their, the, the character and the nature of their parents. Because there was nobody there. The only people they could learn from was Adam and Eve. Are you learning? So it means that this was a practice, but because the Bible never said it, but we know because we have the mind of God this was a practice that Adam and Eve were putting in place they used to sacrifice so they too they had an understanding that anything they do they must first present the first thing on the altar of God the Bible never mentioned altar, altar there but we have understanding through progression of time that people who may sacrifice unto the Lord will first or should first Or they first set an altar before they lay those sacrifices. Are you getting it? So we can learn from the presence. Knowing about the presence gives us a sign about the past. It means that many people copied, many people today copied that which was done in yesterday. Am I talking to somebody? Um, the strength of your today is dependent on your diet yesterday am i talking to somebody Uh uh-huh so 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 anything you eat determine the kind of 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 stool or feces that will come out am i talking to somebody so that's why people say you are what you eat so if we are to look through the scriptures we will now have understanding that whatever adam and eve were doing the children also copied but the law of first mention happened even in the book of genesis chapter 8 verse 20 where the bible says that noah Noah steps out of the ark and constructs an altar as a sign of appreciation. The first thing Noah did, that is the law of first mention, the first time an altar was mentioned in the Bible, altar as a word, A L T A R, was mentioned in the Bible, happened in the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 20. Can you read it? Man, la, man, oh God, but we have understanding in Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 to 4 or 5 that these people made sacrifice and the sacrifice they made they made it on an altar although the Bible never said it so I want you to understand the the, the, the genealogy of altar so that we will understand That this is not just an ordinary thing. This is not an evil thing. Am I talking to somebody? Now when you talk to an ordinary man, every man, the moment you say altar, the first thing that will come in mind is a negative thing. Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord. Now listen. The law of first mention will give us an idea why this thing was done for the first time and the reason why it was done for the first time was the reason for sacrifice. We will read and you will understand. Am I talking to somebody? Now how did no one know that he must erect an altar? Because he has copied it from his fathers. How did his fathers know that we must erect an altar? They all we can trace and trace and trace and we will still go to Adam because this is the character of Adam but it was hidden. That part they didn't see. That part they couldn't write Am I talking to somebody? But the first time we had understanding about altars happened even in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. Where we saw that after the flood, the Bible said that then Noah built an altar to the Lord. And there he sacrificed. Listen, you cannot start a new life without building an altar. My God. You cannot start a new living without a new altar. People of God, I will open your eyes to understand that altar is a good thing. We have a great altar and that is Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, the spiritual understanding about or the concept of altar is very, very important to the believer to know how you can destroy. Because listen, no matter how Jesus is our great altar, there are people that are erecting certain altars against our destinies that if you don't have this spiritual enlightenment, Meant you may be great person, but for your greatness to manifest, la, la, it will never happen. People of God, you must understand how altars are fighting people. Listen, I will show you the spirit that is backing altars, and this is possible because of the covenant agreement that has been agreed in the place of that altar. Am I talking to somebody? But first of all. Altar is the idea of God. That is what I want you to put it in your mind and I want you to write it down Altar is not the idea of your grandfather Altar is not the idea of man. It is the idea of God Why do how do we know that altar, altar How do we know That altar it's an idea of the Lord. Then Noah Genesis 8:20 built an altar to the Lord so he didn't build the altar to any other God. he built the altar to the Lord. Now I'm asking you what kind of altar are you building? My God, my God what kind of altar are you building? and why will he why would this man why would him why would Noah build an altar? why would this man build an altar i ask yourself why should he build an altar what is the importance of an, an, an altar? now one three things that i want you to come Three things I want your mind to come on. Three things I want you to understand. And this will be our purpose for this message, for this conference, for this meeting, for this gathering. Mm. Purpose number one. I want to teach you to understand what authors are. Purpose number two. I want to teach you so that you will know that as a believer, the relationship you have with all this, so you can use it effectively in your life. Number three, I also want you to understand how to raise or how to erect others and how to put down others. These are the three things I want to show you. Number one, to understand what authors are. Number two, to understand the friendship, the fellowship and the relationship between you and authors. Am I talking to somebody? And number three, I want you to also understand how to raise altars and how to put pull altars down. Because listen, your understanding about altars will save you from a lot of things. Many people you are affected because there are altars that, that has been risen against you. Marogo Are you learning? Are you following? But today, my God will help you in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of jesus my god is helping somebody here yeah? anybody with this blast of amen may the heavenlies be open to you that the altar call jesus will defend the cause in your life in the name of jesus my god my god hey sorrow in the name of jesus I you learning people of God my God so understand that altar is an idea of the Lord now let me give you definition as I also learned this from a man of God based on my research what is an altar an altar is a platform for authorization of laws whether spiritual laws Or physical law. Altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirits to function upon the earth. Can I take it again? Are you ready for this? Altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirits to function upon the earth that anytime the believer will erect or even an evil man will erect an altar what the person is trying to do is to give authorization of certain laws now this authorization is very very important underline it this authorization and the laws becomes the covenant terms and i have dived deep on covenant you can go and look for it am i talking to somebody so a place of altar is a pl- it's a platform where laws are authorized listen there are laws but until they are authorized they are not effective in your life so one of the things that give potency even to the laws whether the law will favor you or it will disfavor you is what we call altar so altar will now give authorization am I talking to somebody all approve laws or disapprove laws so an altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirits to function upon the earth so anytime somebody will erect an altar they are authorizing certain laws. Because when all tests are erected, there are certain agreements and certain things that have been said on the altar. Am might talk to somebody? That is why when you look through the patriarch, any altar they set, they name it somebody said, this is now called El Bethel because this is where I encountered God, the God of Bethel. Am I talking to somebody? Anywhere an altar was erected, maybe a name will not mention for you to hear, but they know the name of that place. Am I talking to somebody? Solomon even went to the highest mountain or the highest place and it was called Gibeon. People of God, he went to the highest place to make sacrifice, because on that highest place, so no one had understanding That Gibeon was also an altar unto the Lord. Am I talking to somebody? He did not just place a sacrifice on lower ground, he placed it on higher grounds. Altars are erected for higher performance, and that is why, when the believer wants to see greater things manifesting in their life, they must also understand the place of the meeting of God and the meeting place of God, you must understand the altar becomes that place where god meets with man so any moment anybody will set an altar be careful because that place was setting the altar become authorization point for the laws and other spirits even on the earth now there are some spirit listen the law of territory state that any spirit cannot perform until it finds a physical or an earthly entity so 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 no spirit have right on their own to perform on the earth so the laws of territory state that if any spirit want to manifest itself in any territory they must first locate somebody my god i feel the earth shaking they must first seek or look for a human being. Because listen, the earth, earth has been given to man. So for anything to also be approved, now this will also tell you that man is an author. Because for anything to function, spiritually, for any spiritual entity to function on the earth, they must also consult a man because man is an altar of the earth, am I talking to somebody and that is why your grandfather can die and people will be pouring um, certain, certain drinks um, yearly, monthly and, and there will be a response, am I talking to somebody, men people consult men and they get results because men has been made gods and if they have been made gods, if anybody do not appropriate the meaning of God that it is to the glory of God that is to function as kings and rulers on the earth. but they see that thing as a support system only they see that system as something that they can worship only then suddenly resource will also come to them but that resource is not godly it is a demonic resource and the end thereof will be in a mess people of god for any spirit to manifest on earth even for angels to find on earth they need the approval of men so it makes man and author are you learning people of god Sinimini kaparukaya azigada, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirit to function upon the earth. Number two, an altar. I, 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 did you get the definition right? Did you get it right? My god, in the morning I was low, but in the afternoon. I'm I mean, he no go through like that, so you have to be fast. You got to be fast. You got to be fast, man. You got to be fast, man. no go Sigeme gobo. Okay. The second definition of an altar based on what i learned from a certain man of god and has been approved by my understanding of the spiritual things i can now share with you the second look on the definition of an altar now listen you cannot start a thing without understanding what that thing is i cannot start and tell you how to erect an altar without letting you know and understand what is an altar and that is why i first went to the book of Genesis, chapter one throughout chapter uh, chapter one this chapter 4, verse 1 through to 5. Because you see, people may sacrifice, but altar, altar was not mentioned. But we could know that it they sacrifice on an altar. But the first time the Bible made mention of an altar happened in the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 20. The moment Noah stepped out of the ark, the man began to make what uh, to erect an altar and the first thing he did on the altar was to make sacrifice so i will explain certain things to you so that, that is the law of first mention and the first thing the first time altar was mentioned was for the purpose of sacrifice and that sacrifice was unto the lord and not to men i will teach you some of this to understand the purpose of an altar number two definition of an altar altar is a place Altar is a place. Are you writing? A platform. Altar is a place. A platform. Or a system. Where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm. Listen. Only God ground. That is why, you see, i don't treat anytime i'm treating a i'm, I'm talking about covenant god bless you prophet Ernest, for joining the fan club listen anytime i am talking about covenant i also deal with altars. if you have studied me my teachings on covenant and altars, anytime i'm dealing with this i deal with the two together because it goes together listen if a man of god teach, teaches you about authors and the man of god do not talk about covenant you have not fully dealt with authors if a man of god also talk about covenant and the man of god have not talked about authors you have not fully dealt with covenant are you following that is why i do not want to leave you in balance but i want you to be balanced in these teachings because what i am trying to do to you is to bring you to another realm of understanding about spiritual things that your understanding about certain things will transform you to manifest fully as christ wanted you to be but how can this be possible less a man gains knowledge so knowledge about some of these things is very very important because a man can shine by the reflection of light you have become a mirror until light is thrown on you you cannot reflect and light is knowledge light is wisdom light is understanding and every man needs to have some of these things so they can shine so if you can shine you must arise in the knowledge of god and that is why it is important to seek wisdom seek knowledge and seek understanding am i talking to somebody so an altar is a place a platform or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal ground or legal terms spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm and they make this contact based on legal terms so it means that a man can now also find a place a platform or a system where spirit will make contact with them because you become the physical monument, am I talking to somebody, through which the spirit will now contact and it will be based on the legal ground. Now, can somebody look for Luke chapter 1 verse 11? <clears throat> yes. Somoro gabaya. A place, A platform. Oh, let's climb on a higher mountain. My God. Thank you, Father. My God. A place, a platform, or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm or legal ground. There must be time. That legal ground is the place of covenants. <clears throat> Anything agreed by two or more become a covenant. A covenant is an agreement, and there are things that are requirement for a covenant to be established. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, so an altar is a place where covenants are be made. This is a simple definition: covenant are established in the place of altar. In the place of altars, covenants are established in the place where altars are erected. Any demonic covenant the enemy has made with any human being against your life, in the name of Jesus any altar they have gathered together to make any demonic covenant if only you are my child under the sound of my voice on this platform if only you are my boy if only you are my girl, if only you are my father, if only you are my mother, if only you are my sister or brother, if only you are my friend if only you are my member I decree in the name of Jesus let those things scatter by fire right now, let people now begin to be free so that the physical manifestations of the blessedness of God begin to happen to your life right now. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God. Are you following, people of God? An altar is a platform, sorry, it's a platform or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal ground. There must be a backing. Mm. So, Luke chapter 1, verse 11. So, the spirit realm will now make contact with the physical realm. My God. My God. Now, listen, can somebody help me? Luke chapter 1, verse 11. God bless you. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Now, listen, let your attention come here. Standing at the right side of the altar. incense where was the angel standing everybody type it the angel then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense Mm. while Zachariah was in the sanctuary an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the of the incense altar Zachariah was shaken And overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, don't be afraid. Zachariah, God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give birth or will give you a baby boy. My God. Will give you a son and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness. And many will rejoice at his birth. Listen, I want your to attention to come alive. Where was the angel standing? He was standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Okay, so a quick review about the tabernacle. Are you ready? Are you ready to grab all of these things? My God, I think this will be too much for you, but may the spirit of God help you. Now let's go back to the tabernacle, the tabernacle was built, the reason why it was built the number one reason why God instructed Moses to tell the people to bring to him an offering willingly, the word is willingly, the reason why he told them to bring this offering willingly is because everything God does and everything God needs from people because God knows he gave it to you without you it's not like you deserve it without you deserving it he was he he brought it to your life willingly he also wants you to give to him willingly sometimes i get surprised how people think they 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 are so myopic they 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 they, they are so shallow that they begin to say certain things and you could see that these people they don't understand spiritual things listen anything you give to god that you didn't give willingly you have not given to god you have given to man anything you give to god must come from a willing heart now when god told moses tell the people to give unto me willingly that you will use those things to build me a tabernacle that i made dwell among my people so the purpose why the purpose or the reason for the building of the tabernacle is for god to dwell among his people couldn't god dwell with his people whether there is a tabernacle or there is no tabernacle why will god tell man to build a tabernacle unto him a man are you learning are you learning are you getting something in your mind? People of God, now wait. Listen, look at this. Now we studied and we saw that Moses he came to the voice of God and immediately began to gather and he built that tabernacle. So the purpose of the tabernacle is for God to dwell with them. My God. so rodi Temeleke di It's for God to dwell with them. My God. My God. Now, what this? In the tabernacle, it has been built into two compartments. We have the inner court and the outer court. Now, in the inner court, it has also been divided into two compartments. Ah, manemele. Father, help me to help them. Mas Somebody say hey. Somebody say hey. Shana manokopaya. Entemele kapaye. Mesuka radimanaya. Zegedi manaka paya. Zegedi manaka e. Zokoboro timanaya. Shegete menegetepe. Shoko potopoto. Zika balatabaya. Sheketebe Sigabalabaya Shabaladaya Now can I shock you because let me pause on the altar for me to go even oh jesus Wow. Wow. I just received a good news. All tests are working. A daughter of mine called me a few minutes ago, and she told me that she's at the hospital. She's trying to deliver, but she's going through a lot. They say that up till now, I think they have some measurement. Yes, uh, and the doctors told her so when I was speaking to her, I heard three, but I didn't understand. Then she told me that the doctors are saying that they measured it, the, the midwife says that it is three centimeters or three meters or something, I don't know, but something like that. Uh-huh. Yes, then I told her that. This is what I heard, three, and she said, Yeah, that is what they are saying, that is why she has called me. And the moment she told me that, I declare a word that in the next hour you are going to deliver. And just now, I told Mommy Harriet, Okay, so a cervical dilation, uh huh. So the dilation level was three. Just now, she has delivered a bouncing baby boy. My God. Somebody give God glory. Give God glory. This is a good news happening at this very moment where we are dealing with altars and covenants. My God. Now look at when I was done talking to her. The next minute, I heard the message. On my phone and I saw the message was a seat this woman is at the hospital but she told one of my daughters to send me a seat so I receive a seed, even from my daughter while she's at the hospital 400 CDC seat. 400 CDC seat. just after the prayers and to the glory of God she did not just receive a prophetic word but she was prophetic because that is my covenant daughter having understanding about covenant listen this is also a message to somebody you don't erect altar and leave it empty you lay something on it but first of all let me continue my message that was just by the way so Luke chapter 1 verse 11 we saw that Zachariah had an encounter with an angel of the Lord and the angel of the Lord was standing at the right side of the altar of incense did you get it he was standing where at the right side of the altar of incense I am still on the second definition of altar Luke chapter 1 verse 11 right side of the altar of incense, and he began to prophesy the mind of God even to the man Zachariah he told him what was before him he told him what was going to happen to him. people of God the place of altar is a place of inquiry it's a place where we receive instructions the morning I told you that in the place of altar you receive direction and instructions my god the man received it as the angel was standing. why is it that the Bible was so specific that he was standing at the right side of the altar of the incense why is the bible so specific telling us exactly where the angel was standing people have got anything the bible was precise and accurate take a deep look at that thing that thing is very very important I just give you a key when you are studying the Bible anything you see that why would the bible you could have said an angel appeared to him but why is the bible say that an angel appeared and was standing at the right side of the altar of incense you must now take careful attention about why the bible was so much concerned and detail about where the angel was standing altars. so the reason why we are going to the tabernacle now Is because of what we saw the altar of incense am I talking to somebody now the altar of incense do you know that even in the Catholic they still offer incense they burn incense anytime they are offering prayers they burn incense even when people die, they burn incense on them. When they are doing anything that is holistic, they burn incense. Am I talking to somebody? And it is known that the burn of incense is the prayer of the saint. So you go to the book of Revelation where you... Where you will know that... Oh, Jesus. You will know that the burning of incense is the prayer of the saints. When an incense, that's why when we are preaching, the incense is rising. Your prayer ascends to the heavens as an incense. The Bible stated it. The prayer of the saints ascends into the heavens as an incense. So we now have understanding that the incense is prayer. Oh, Jesus. Now, having the understanding about incense, we know that the altar also is a place of prayer. I don't know what is happening to you after hearing this, but people of God, you must pray. Your prayer place is your altar place. Where you pray consistently is your place of where your altar is being built. Amorogo babaya, metinde, miragaba, are you following people of God? Mm. Authors. So the idea of altars is an idea of God. The beginning of an altar was a holistic purpose, not an evil purpose. It was holistic purpose because the man Noah built an altar and sacrificed unto the Lord. So the altar was built for the purpose of making sacrifice unto the Lord. It was also done to appreciate God. It was also done making sacrifice is called sacrifice of prayer. So it's also making prayer unto the Lord. It's also making inquiry unto the Lord. He's also setting A place for his meeting place unto the Lord. So it was for a holistic use, not for an evil use. So anytime you hear about altar, stop thinking negative. The law of first mention concerning altars was for a holistic use. I don't care whatever your man of God taught you about altars. What I care is what God is saying now. Altars were erected for holistic use. Now you cannot go and build stones. You cannot raise trees as an altar. It will become demonic. Am I talking to somebody? But I will show you how. We are not there yet. Don't jump into it. Don't be too quick. Let's take it slowly. We will get there. So somebody say that hmm. somebody say that somebody say that tabernacle. Shobala God born the Batter. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 3 to 4. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 3 to 4. Can we go through it? People of God, be very attentive to this message. And I beg you in the name of the Lord that you will understand what it means when we talk about all this. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 3. God bless you, man of God and after the second veil okay let's start from Hebrew chapter 9 verse 1 let's start from there my god then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service so here he's talking about the first covenant and that is the covenant in the old so he said the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and worldly sanctuary. So there, there were two things that was seen about the covenant of the old or the first covenant. And the Bible says that the covenant, the first covenant, had also ordinances of divine service. So number one, it had what ordinances of divine service. Number two, and a worldly sanctuary. Okay, verse two for there was a tabernacle made there was what a tabernacle made the first wherein was the candlestick so he's now talking about the tabernacle you're talking about a, you see he talked about covenant and he was even dealing with the new covenant that Jesus has done or has paid for us or has established for us am I talking to somebody so he was trying to tell us a little about the old covenant and he said that, that covenant that was established had an ordinances of divine service so it had an ordinances do you understand the word ordinance my god my god it, it, it looks like today I want to explain everything uh, if I do that, we are not we are not going. Oh, <laughs> help me, Lord! When I say help me, Lord, I say help me, Jesus, help me, Lord. My God, so glorious! I am. Kadima Nagabaya Shegedima Nagaya Shega di mana Kadima na help me lord help me jesus my god i love my bible let me see if if we have newcomers here you will know them i love my bible i love my word my god help me help me lord help me jesus my god so now let's go to this then, verily, the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service. Number one, the first covenant had ordinances of divine service. Number two, the first covenant had a worldly sanctuary. Are you following? And I said, do you understand the word ordinances? Okay, the man of God just posted this. Let me read this. Ordinances meaning the rites and ceremonies by which we formalize sacred covenant with God. Okay, that is powerful. Let's appreciate the man of God. God bless you, sir. Now listen, my definition here is so simple. Ordinance is an authoritative command. It can be a law. Or a statute enacted by a city or a government or a ruler. This is by a word web. But a simple definition of a covenant, an ordinance, is an authoritative command. Are you following? So anytime there is an ordinance, it means that there has been an authoritative command. And that is what we call regulation. Now, regulation means that there are laws that is going to regulate the living or the system that has been created in a certain jurisdiction. Are you learning, people of God? Ah, yeah. So, the first covenant had ordinances of divine service. So, the first covenant now had what? Had an authoritative command of divine service so it means that it enforces the command that are divine it enforces it authorize divine command so when God says certain things it, the, the, the first covenant will now authorize it are you now getting to the realization of the meaning of all this? yes where it enforces certain laws, where it enforces certain spirits into manifestation. That's why sometimes a pastor or, or a man of God will go and say that in your family, there is this thing going on and going on and it has been fighting your grandfather and they will not just say it like that. They will point to you for, so that you will know. You will be aware. Your spirit will bear witness with you. It's not any um, it's not like the other people that always say all that they want. No. These people like a prophet will now point to you the thing that has been going on in the family. We even show you what is even happening in your life concerning the same thing that even happened to your mother, happened to your grandparent? Am I talking to somebody? So that is how all tests are they make sure that there are enforcements that happen to divine service when God say yes, altars will now enforce yes when God say no, altars will make sure it enforces no that's why I say men are also authors because some men can become an altar listen, your prophet can also become an altar that is why in the olden days, Abraham was set an altar, and it will be beneficial to Isaac. Isaac was set an altar. It will be beneficial to Jacob. My God. People, of God, are you learning. So, people set an altar, and it became a generational blessing to many people. The altar your father knew can have an impact in your life, whether positively or negatively. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Mele God, dear. Yeah erika thank you holy spirit so then very early, the first covenant had also ordinance of divine service and a worldly sanctuary for there was a tabernacle made yes they also made the tabernacle the covenant was not only established it was only established based on two things and the two things that happened for a covenant to be established was number one it was established having ordinances of divine service and number two it had a worldly sanctuary my god so it means that there were rules and regulations i can conclude that as a constitution and number two there were place or grounds for the constitution to be established mm. that is why there are certain family nobody is rich. the constitution of their family state that based on the covenant agreement on the altar state that nobody is supposed to rise in this family if you have not seen god no matter who you in fact some people have even known god they have received jesus as their their lord and savior but because they lack knowledge listen the people that perish are not unbelievers the people that perish are not always unbelievers Are already in the perishment. Am I talking somebody? But the people that will perish, because you see, for God to say that my people perish for the lack of knowledge, it means you are not perishing. But you can perish if you lack knowledge. But those in the world are already in the perishment. I don't know whether the whether the grammar is right or not. But the people in the world are already in the perishment. (laughs) But people of God, you are not perished. But if you lack knowledge and understanding, you may you, you may perish. Altar. Everybody say altar. Now let's go to the tabernacle. So, for there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick and the table and the shewbread, which is called the sanctuary, and after the second veil the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer, and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna and Aaron's rod, that budded, and the tables of the covenant, and over it the cherubims of glory, overshadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God, but into the second went the high priest alone, once every year not without blood listen not without blood it means the priest must go with the blood and you see that place is nature specific it's identity specific because he said that that place it will only take the priest to go there but the other place other people could go but the inside it will take the only the priest only now when these things were thus ordained the priest went always into the first tabernacle accomplishing the service of God. Listen, but into the second went the high priest. So not only any other priest, but it took only the high priest to even enter there. Now we all have this ability to go before God. Am I talking to somebody? It is not only your man of God that has the right to enter the presence of God. You too, you have the right to enter the presence of God. That was just, just by the way. Now when this thing were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle accomplishing the service of god now look at the word accomplishing the service of god so it means that there were certain things that needs to be done are you following you don't go to the altar empty now he said that not without blood what is the purpose of the blood for sacrifice so The priest was not going to the tabernacle empty. He go there to perform what? Service. Somebody say service. Somebody say service. Yes. They complete the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone. Hey, Malaga. Once every year. So, your altar will tell you now i want your understanding to come here we have not got into the place i have to share with you this but let your understanding come alive L- listen listen in the place where you build your altar there will be a requirement one of the requirements will be that every day around 3 pm pray no matter what you are doing leave it and pray if you do not leave it and pray you have destroyed the covenant agreement the terms of the altar the altar with time will not become effective it will lose its power and most of you the reason why god is not responding to you god is not answering you is because you have not been consistent in your place of altar Mm. this thing it will help you so that you'll be consistent with whatever god is telling you i'm telling you you see you don't understand, but you understand in the name of Jesus. My God. People who are consistent will break any forces of resistance. I always tell you, in ministry, one of the things that I have learned is to be consistent. It's to be. It doesn't matter what happened to me. I must be consistent. I, am Anna. I must be what? Consistent. My god, so go borrow. I don't care how, how how people are moving in speed, I don't care how people are doing things and that, I don't care the best cars people are using, I don't care the building people are using. What I care is to be consistent with my purpose and the plan of God for my life, the instructions I have received from the Lord. I might I must be able to be consistent. If I'm consistent, definitely I will get there. I pray for the spirit of consistency to be with you. Now, listen. Can I continue? Now, when these things were done, then the priest always enter into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second, when the high priest alone. There are locations where you can gather people when you are building an altar, but there are places you cannot carry them alone. It means that. No matter how you gather to pray, God always seeks to have a personal one-on-one encounter with you. Are you learning? It doesn't matter how accurate you are, how best you are, how anointed you are, how you can pray gather people and pray with them. God requires that every human being will have their personal encounter with Him alone your mother is not part your pastor is not part your teacher is not part your whoever is not part even when you are married god requires that anyone the husband or the wife will have a personal encounter one-on-one with him so that is where you build the altar you must analyze the days and the times and the season based on the spiritual truth revealed to you on your encounter concerning the altar you say I called this man of God. I was, I was suffering. I called this man of God. The man of God they didn't answer my call. Hey! Do you know the agreement? Do you know the terms? Do you know the terms and condition for the man of God to stand out for you to even see the man of God effective in life? Do you know what the man of God is doing secretly to make sure that people are blessed? Do you know what the man of God, the price is paying secretly that if, when anybody is sick and comes to him, suddenly you will be healed? do you think it is all about show off do you think it's about showing yourself to the people do you think that all that we are doing is for publicity do you think that all that we are doing is to publicize ourselves no the message is first Christ before men. now the Bible says that when Christ is lifted up high he shall draw all men to himself a man of God that raised people for themselves has failed even in the beginning you don't raise people for yourself. The members of your church are not your members in a deeper sense. They are God's members. The church belongs to God. Am I talking to somebody? When you begin to view things in this sphere, then you begin to do things well. Because anything belonging to God must be carried out with a holistic attitude in the name of Jesus. And I pray, may it happen like that. Go People are repenting. Say, I repent. Say I repent. I have changed my ways. I will do what is best according to the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Are you learning? Okay. Now, nah. okay. But into the second when the high priest. God bless you. For the gift. I love gift. My God into the first tabernacle and the goes okay let's go to the second verse 7 hebrews chapter 9 verse 7 but into the second when the high priest alone once every year not without blood so the requirement of the altar the first requirement was sacrifice you see the bible was so specific not without blood if the priest entered there, it doesn't matter who he is if he enters death without the blood, he would die. Mm. Wow! God bless you for the gift. Ah. <coughs> ah. <coughs> 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 ara ah, di I see burdens being lifted up. I see men set free. Even as I am teaching, I saw altars being broken into pieces. I saw some as trees, and those as trees, I saw them catching fire, consuming it and destroying it. I saw some as proper altar, built with stones and I saw tendrils dividing them and scattering them and I heard a voice even from the heavens saying you are free everybody type I am free I am free I am free my God and anybody typing I am free truly and surely you are free My God has set you free. And you are delivered in the name of Jesus. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. My God. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. 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 My God. Hmm but into the second when the high priest alone once every year so there are requirements requirement number one the high priest must come alone no other priest must come the high priest it will take the high priest Are you following? And number two, the high priest must come alone. Mm. Are you following? Okay. Number three, the high priest must come once every year. now the tabernacle will open your eyes although we are not we've not got it now i am trying to make you understand what an altar is that is our first assignment today once every year now these are the ordinances the word order orderliness can also be found from or be coined from the word ordinances Ordination. We ordain people because they have a certain, certain level of understanding about how things need to be done. So unless these people ascertain that level of how things are supposed to be done, you cannot ordain them. So we ordain people because they have understanding about how certain things that you are ordaining them to become how those things operate you raise vagabonds and bastards if they are not taught with with certain knowledge and you ordain them to be leaders of that field you raise vagabonds and you raise even bastards and they will mess people's life around. May God help the people you raise. Are you getting it? Number four. The man didn't go to the altar without blood. So blood was a requirement. Now, the blood, the instruction of the blood, number one, he was to use that blood to be an offering for himself. Because he first have to wash himself. So what washes is the blood. Okay. So the Bible says, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. Now, listen, verse 8. You are tempted to come alive. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. While as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then, present, in which we offered both gift and sacrifice, that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in the meat and drinks and diverse washes and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation but christ become an high priest of good things to come by a greater and a more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is to say not of this building neither by the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now listen: For if the blood of bulls and of gold and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purified of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God? Purge your conscience from death ways to serve the living God, and for this cause, He is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death, for the redemption of transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For there, for where a testament is, there must also be of necessity, be the death of the testator, for a testament is of force after men are dead; otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon, neither the first testament was dedicated without blood, for when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkle both the book and other people say this is the blood of the testament which God had enjoyed unto you moreover he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry and almost all things are by the are by the law purged with blood and without shedding of blood listen and without shedding of blood, is no remission. Is no remission. Matt. Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty-two. Yes, Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty-two. So without the shedding of blood, there is no what remission. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with this. But the heavenly did themselves with better sacrifice than this, for Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands which are the figures of the true. but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of god for us nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others for them must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world but now once in the end of the world Had he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. I took my time to read all the scripture for a reason. Well, read Hebrews chapter 9, the whole chapter again and again and again. It will summarize the tabernacle for you. Now he is showing us that the tabernacle was not the real deal, it was something to come, it was a figure of the thing to come. As the high priest entered even into the tabernacle once every year, so has Jesus entered in the presence of the Lord, and he has done all that the high priest was supposed to do yearly. We need not to do it yearly, but we must understand the protocols of working in the spirit. That will also help us to understand how our tests work, even in our life and spiritually connected to the believer. Now, listen, are you ready now? I wanted to show you something about the tabernacle based on the incense in Luke chapter, was it 1 verse 11? Yes. While the angel was standing beside the altar of incense. Now the location of the tabernacle was at Sinai, Peninsula. When it comes to the tabernacle, when I was a young guy in ministry, I'm still a young guy in ministry. When I was very, very young, I started studying the tabernacle. So one of the things that I can pride in is the message about the tabernacle i can tell you the story from the beginning of the tabernacle to the end whatever it takes i'm not bragging i have studied it because i it helped me to understand how to enter the presence of god that's why anytime i mount the pulpit anytime i am speaking the presence of god is so thick even in your house you could still feel it even certain sickness in your life once i am just speaking that sickness will just leave you people will begin to receive testimonies it doesn't come easy i have learned how to enter into his presence now the shocking thing is that the tabernacle was built at sinai peninsula and it took six months to build it took what six months now, the number six is the number of man. Now, if I'm teaching about a certain subject, I will point to you. It means that no matter what God wants to build, he must use man. Six is the number of man. It took six months for them to build the tabernacle. Six is the, is the number of man. No matter what God wants to do, he must use man. Or he will do it through man. So, honor man. Am I talking to somebody? Appreciate man. Celebrate man. Can I continue? There is something that they recall the glory cloud, but I'll put this thing aside. But make sure that you will remind me. I will teach you, okay? Some other time. Now, listen: the things that were used were precious metals. That is number one. Gold, number two, silver, number three, bronze, number four, rich fabrics, animal skins, and rare wools. Okay. Now in Exodus chapter 25 verse 1 to 9, that is where you will find why the tabernacle was built. The people were instructed to build the tabernacle as God instructed Moses to tell the able to bring offering out of their good hearts. And that is a willing heart. Speak to the children of Israel that they may bring me offering when your pastor tell you bring me offering, is not wrong. That they may bring me offering for everyone who gives it willingly. Will you take it from them? I can reject your offering. I have rejected some before. There were people that wanted to do certain things. I rejected it. Not that God told me. There are some people God told, but not everybody. If you're a man of God, don't be gullible in accepting everything you see everything you want to take it people give you everything you take it sometimes I tell them keep it keep it let it be there unless that one god is telling you take it now go and read Ezra chapter 36 verses can somebody put that part that part for me any project of god must be your project any project of god must be a project now let's go exodus chapter 36 verse 6 We are still in the second definition of of autism. Eh, eh, eh. chapter 36 verse 6. There is a certain statement there. I want to read it to you. Eh. And Moses gave commandment and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp saying, let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. So their people were restrained from bringing. Look at this. They give. So the people give so much that Moses was now telling them, I don't need it again. My God. May God raise people like that. That they will understand that whatever the man of God is building becomes an altar for them. That if they're able to help build the church of God, they are building their own destiny. If they're able to help to support evangelism program, mission program, it is for their own good. They give so much that Moses told them, but also, it is okay, I don't need them again. Are you following? Now, God referred his tabernacle as his sanctuary. You see, if I get slow like this, it means I want you to write certain things down. God referred the tabernacle as his sanctuary. Now, do you know the meaning of sanctuary? Sanctuary refers to a secret place separated from the the rest of the world. And it, it becomes your altar. So your altar must be built in a secret place. the structure was also prepared for a supernatural occupant when it was finished god descended on a glory cloud and dwelt among his people there are clouds that is not glorious but god descended on a glory cloud my god i want you to understand the tabernacle a little before you continue okay that is exodus chapter 40 verse 34. when it was finished god descended on a glory cloud and dwelt among his people now the tabernacle was a place of worship so if god descended on a glory cloud it means that the place of that altar or the tabernacle was a glorious location your place of prayer is a glorious realm i don't know why people don't like pray hey some of us when we pray it is like we have fulfilled something oh when we pray it is like we have received new strength oh we can't do anything without prayer oh. god descended in a glory cloud in the tabernacle kataya boy hmm The next point: the tabernacle was a place of worship where the children of Israel gathered to worship God. Okay. The next point: tabernacle was also a witness. Now let's go. Ask chapter seven, verse forty-four. Ask chapter seven, verse forty-four. Let's be fast. Somebody be fast for me. Help me. Help me be fast. We have a lot. Because today I'm going to prophesy more. Minister to one or two people as I will be led by the Spirit of God. To break certain things. I am Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness. And he had appointed, speaking unto Moses, that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen. Now listen, God has never changed heaven. Heaven has never been refurbished. That is why this meaning of altar is very, very important. The tabernacle was built according to what he showed Moses, the vision Moses had. In the heavens, the fashion he saw, he told him to build the altar according to that. And the Bible said the altar became what a witness. So the altar was what and the tabernacle was what? And a witness, a witness. Mm, a witness. So anywhere you set your altar, it is the place of witness. When anything is about to fight you, your witness is the one that defends you. Am I talking? You know, when you go to the court, they say, where is your witness? If you don't have a witness, it becomes difficult for you to defend yourself. So an altar becomes your witness, a defender. Witness because they carry certain information that are vital for your defense. Uh, we are not getting the whole concept. But may God help you. My God. korosi naya. hebrews chapter 9 verse 23. the bible says that it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with this so the bible is the other verses the, the word copies of the things of heaven so whatever was happening in the old testament at the tabernacle was the copies of heaven now do you know the greek word for tabernacle somebody say dwelt somebody say dwelt somebody say dwelt so it means that the greek meaning of tabernacle is the meaning dwell or dwelt Mm. (laughs) <laughs> dwell because it symbolized the temple of God where God dwells yes okay so that was just by the way so now let me go straight based on what i have studied about the tabernacle now you know a lot about the tabernacle i get you know why the tabernacle was established you know the picture that moses had he had the picture from heaven he saw it the copies of heaven and he built the tabernacle you know the purpose of the tabernacle That God wants to dwell among his people. That's why the Greek meaning of tabernacle is dwelt. It is a place where humans meet God. Or divinity meet humanity. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. And there were things that were placed in the tabernacle. So we are going through now. Because we saw in Luke chapter 1 verse 11. That tabernacles, sorry, altar... When we were studying about altar, we saw that one of the definitions of altar is that it's a place or a platform or a system where spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal grounds. So the tabernacle was also an altar where spirit realm made contact with the physical realm on legal grounds. Legal grounds because the priest was always doing or performing certain rites before certain things will be done. For the people to be saved, it took certain things, certain activities. I get it. That become the legal ground for them to be saved. Am I talking? So So when people are referring to their altar, it's because of they being able to fulfill their terms and their conditions of the altar. Now, the altar also can enter into covenant because altar become an agreement place for man. So, if I agree with an altar, I make sure that I fulfill my assignment or my covenant assignment. Yes, if I'm able to fulfill that, then anytime I am in trouble, the altar must also fulfill his assignment. Am I talking to somebody? Everybody has a role to play. Okay. Now, outside the tabernacle, I said it has been divided into two compartments compartment we have outer court and inner court uh, sorry it has been divided into two apartments yes the outer court two courts: the outer court and the inner court now at the outer court there were things that needs to be done before anybody will enter into the gates them person must first be examined the person must also wash himself in fact you enter and you enter with a sacrifice you have to always go with a goat and the goat or the animal that you will say some people also enter with a lamb, or some people will enter with a bird and some of the birds were dove they were using all of these animals as sacrifice. Now, it was known in history that the sacrifice was made, even in the Levitical rule, when you study the book of Leviticus, you understand proper about sacrifice that were made. You will know that those people who didn't have much, they sacrificed best, and God accepted it. So no matter what you were having, it was accepted. But there were conditions for the sacrifice the sacrifice must be spotless it means that there shouldn't be anything that will be seen whether the color is too if the color is too, don't god will not accept it without blemish it must be clean it must not have any spot of any color that animal must be clean and most most of the most of the sacrifice they made were animals that were three months and seven months old. Now, they needed animals that has not even been touched. That means that the animal must be virgin. (laughs) So you see the condition? My God. Imagine virgin goats, virgin sheep my god so there were conditions Mm. now when you enter there is a priest there who will guide you and they are part of the priest they were part of the priest that come from the levitical order are you following yes they were guiding people to make sacrifice now if any man seen in the olden days they would take these sacrifices enter into the first court which is the outer court when they enter there the priest will now the one at the gate will check the animal you enter when you enter another priest Will also check you and take the animal. That is their. That is your sacrifice. And he will now lay hands. Your hands, you will, will put your two hands on the head of the animal, and you will transfer everything. Now, uh-huh, it's like a checkpoint. You will put your two hands. Some of you will go to night club, and the night club we have checkpoints I didn't know that nightclub club we have checkpoints one day I was passing somewhere, and I saw people, and they were in line. And I said, ah, what are these people doing, sir? They are at the checkpoint. I said, ah, nightclub, going to dance, going to, going to sin. You are taking me. Don't check me. If I'm going to sin. you are not supposed to. We are all sinners there. You are going to sin. I'm going to nightclub, and you are you are at the checkpoint. Yes. Thank you, Father. you learning i have few minutes to end my first message on altars, part one yes before i begin to pray for people my lesson let your attention come alive he says spirit meets the physical right it's a place or a system okay Oh, man of God, you are welcome, Madam Fupa. God bless you, Papa. You said you have a question. Okay. Papa, you can ask. Yes. Let's continue as we are waiting for Daddy to ask his question yes now when you enter the outer court there was what we call the brazen lava and the brazen altar number 1 brazen altar and the brazen lava exactly daddy exactly so you will get there i'll point to people that's why i said that the you see altar the idea of altar that that's why i was drawing people's mind to it that the idea of altar is first godly is first holistic because anytime we make mention of altar people tend to think that it is evil so the question that daddy was saying is that these act are what our fetish priests do but they claim they were there before christianity came we can see they copied from us exactly so we will get to a point where i will tell you that anything god was doing they copied it and they turned it evil that is why i also told you that god made us as an artist and that is why people can pour snap and all these things on you and you become a god to them are you getting it yes Mm -hmm. Amen. Somebody said, I don't want service to end. That is beautiful. You are mature. You want to learn more of God. May God bless you to know more of Him. Now, there are three elements of artists. I'll go there, but I'll write it down. Element number one is the earth, element number two is wind, element number three is uh, sorry, there are four elements, sorry. Element of the earth, the wind, water, and fire. Put it somewhere. I will explain later. Earth, wind, water, and fire. And this one reminds me of it. So I said that when you enter into the tabernacle, we have what? The brazen lava. The brazen lava. Can you go on the brazen lava? Now, the brazen lava were made of bronze. Now, this bronze were mirrors supplied by the Israelite women who served at the tabernacle door and they use it to make lava it base so it was like bronze mirrors you know bronze the mirror of bronze so it was supplied by the israelite women and these people were serving at the tabernacle door and they use it to make The lava and it base, and they were then anointed with holy oil along with the tabernacle, all its furnishing, and the priest. So it was made by men, but when the anointing from the man of God was sprinkled on those things, it became a holy brazen lava for holistic use. Are you following? now the brazen lava was that which the priest will wash themselves before any sacrifice was made so they were washed before sacrifice was made and they were washed after a sacrifice is made get this thing clear so all of these things i'm teaching you listen jesus christ has now become our tabernacle are you getting it but i am teaching you this to understand that when we say somebody has built a negative altar against you, they are still using this old thing. They are going through this old process. They are doing a lot of things. And that's why, if you're a believer, now your altar is not a physical thing, your altar is Christ. But listen, spiritually, you can erect altars, a place of prayer, a place where you lay your seed a place where you covenant with a man of god a place where you covenant with your church are you getting the understanding you don't have to go and gather stones and build an altar again you don't have to go and cut trees and build an altar again the altar is spiritual to you am i talking to somebody so it has to align with your spiritual self so you connect with that through your sacrifice through your prayers through your holistic living am i talking to somebody yes through certain acts so I am teaching you now outside the tabernacle you have the brazen lava the brazen lava is where they wash themselves are you getting it yes and last time I show you how Jesus also is shown in all these things in the tabernacle now after the brazen lava the next thing we have is what we call the brazen altar now, the brazen lover was standing between the brazen altar and the gate of the tabernacle. So, the brazen lava, the brazen altar, the brazen altar had four angles. It are there all four angles here for anything. Let me see if I have mathematicians here anything that have four points oh drone of uh, one square okay mm-hmm. obviously rectangle mm-hmm. okay so i should have explained it well all the sizes are not equal yet it have four so it is rectangle Mm mm-hmm square all the sides are equal are you getting it? yes yes okay so that was the tabernacle was like that Uh, sorry the brazen, the brazen altar. I want to find the scripture where the Lord gave the dimensions. Kala all of these things, and eh, the reason why many people are not deep, and you see, if you are not deep, the Bible says deep collect onto deep. So, you see, I some people are, I don't want to be deep, I don't want to be you don't want to learn, you are you are just lazy. Learn, have deep understanding about what you are talking about. So the measurement were 7.5 feet by 7.5 feet. By four point five feet on each of the four corners of the box. So Ezra chapter twenty seven verse one to eight, I think when you read it, you will see it. Yes. So five cubit long and five cubit wide. The altar shall be square. Okay. So that's what the Bible—that is what he's saying. It shall be square, and its height shall be three cubits. Since a cubit is around around 18 inches, the altar was probably 7.5 feet on each side, making it square. So the altar was square. It wasn't a rectangle. So let's put it in mind. I just learned something new here. This is serious. Okay, God bless you. So, five cubits long and five cubit broad. The altar shall be square. Mm-hmm. So, it is clear now. So, the altar was square. It was perfect. Okay. Now, at every point of the altar, there was a horn. Are you getting it? There was a horn. Now the altar had five at loca- uh, four locations, four points. Since it was a square. Yes. And every point had a horn. Now I'm going to explain something to you very quick. Those homes were pointing to the ends of the wall the north, the south, the east, and the west. So the reason why there were homes. The altar was erected at the front of the tabernacle. Now the whole tabernacle is there. But let me tell you, you can never enter the presence of the Holy of Holies if you do not sacrifice something on the altar. This is serious mystery. You can wash yourself hundred times. If nothing is provided on the altar, you are not going anywhere. Are you following? Four horns on top of the altar. Now, every horn. The moment a sinner will bring an animal, the sinner will now lay hands, there are two hands, on the head of that animal. And that one, is shows that we are transferring our sin to the animal. The priest will recite certain things and all that, and after they are done, the priest will cut the head of the animal. And the blood will begin to sprinkle. Now, they will lay this animal on the altar. This is what the necromancer do. This is what the sorcerer do. This is what the witch people they do. This is what the priest in your father's house this is what they do. Are you following? Yes, they are still doing this, and, and the moment they do it, it is very quick. It will happen if you are not anointed, if you are not covered, it will happen quick. You just sit there and be like, I'm 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 a child of God. I'm a you don't pray, you are a child of God. Sit there. You don't sacrifice. You're a child of God. You don't pray. Do you know what it means to be a child of God? Hmm. Are you learning? Now, when the priest put this animal on the, on the, on the altar of sacrifice, or the brazen altar, now, what this one of the things the priest does is to the some of the blood, they will put it in a certain bowl. I mean when I'm when I'm teaching about it, I'm, I'm watching it like a video. In a, set, a a certain bowl, that bowl, the priest will put it in. He will now take a drop of it and pour it at the tip of all the horns so there are four horns now the 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 purpose of horns a horn is voice for voice i hear me when you hear the word horn you must understand that there is a voice so all tests have voices so we are now explaining all tests very well here there are voices on altars. The four horns signify voices on the altars. Mm. Horns also signify authority. That is why there are many kings that have horns even around their throne. Hmm somebody said then since we're expensive that time if you don't have money if you don't have goods <laughs> it has nothing to do with TV money and somebody say money if you don't have goods you are dead dead are you following okay now when you enter aha uh-huh, so that is why some men of God put oil in the horn for anointing yes because in the Old Testament most of the people that were anointed they use horn That is why the Bible says that, and your horn will be exalted like the horn of a unicorn. Because the longer the horn that it was, it also speaks about the glory, about that thing. So when you see an animal and the horn is very long, they say that this animal, the glory on this end is much like. It speaks about how beautiful that animal is the same way when your horn in the spirit is exalted it talks about the glory in your life so maybe you ask you want to you want to learn how to prophesy in the rest of the spirit you will see a horn at the back of somebody and as you are viewing this horn suddenly you see that it is growing it is growing and it is growing and it's growing, becoming tall. It is speaking to you. You have the understanding about So you now prophesy your understanding. That's why when people say, I don't want to be deep, I don't want to be deep, I, I fear for you. Because your understanding about this will even enlighten your prophetic mind. Like some of you, when you are a power, some of you, you will see, you are very deep. But you cannot explain what you are seeing. The moment you tell me, I will prophesy, you will explain your dreams to me, it is a prophetic word, you will tell me and I will use it to prophesy to you, Is that hey, this man, I have not seen anything, I am using your own word to prophesy to you. You lack knowledge. Are you following? That is why you must pay every price for knowledge. Are you learning? Pay every price for knowledge. I say, do what? Pay every price for knowledge. Knowledge is profitable. Yes. Pay every price for knowledge. Pay every price for knowledge. Okay. okay can you continue so the first thing you meet when you enter the tabernacle i say is what the brazen altar that's the first thing you meet okay And the brazen lava is between the brazen altar and the tabernacle gate, not the outside door, the one that's the tent, the, the one that you enter. So it has been divided into two the outer court, the inner court. In the outer court, you will see two things the brazen altar and the brazen lava. First, when you enter the court, the first thing you will see is the brazen altar, the second thing you see is the brazen lava yes So the brazen lava was for washing. okay now. Let's go to the inner court. I said the outer court and what? The inner court. The outer court and what? The inner court. Okay. are you writing if when you are done tell me you are done because i'm saying it slowly so that you can write i don't want you to miss so when you enter when you enter into the inner court. One of the first things you will see is what we call the table of shoe bread. Are you writing? Daddy, please, you said something about horn being exalted. Can you please take it again? Yes. Let's look through the scripture. Today it looks like I'm giving you people a lot, eh? Okay, so Psalm 92 verse 10. Now, understand that everybody have a horn. Everybody has a horn. Do you know that everybody has a horn? Psalm 92 verse 10. Let's read together you have a horn and these things should speak to you that if you have a horn horn is only found on all this is the revelation i didn't want to jump into that number see a chain, but maybe i have a question now the please you said something about horn being exalted can you please take it again so let me explain it well everybody has a horn so in the tabernacle we saw that eh, Oh Jesus, it is well. Okay, Psalm 92 verse 10, please post it fast. Oh, 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 who can I trust on scriptures? Psalm 92 verse 10. Wow. The Spirit of God is drawing my attention to start praying for people. So I'm about to end the message for today. If you have missed today, you have missed a lot. My God. But you have made me as strong as a white ox. No. I don't want that. Uh-huh, Psalm 92 verse 10. I want this. But you have exalted my horn. Please, whose horn? Please, whose horn? My God. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. Did you see that? So every man is an altar. You have an altar because you have horn. And we studied that in the tabernacle, there were four horns. And the horns become a voice. You are a voice to your generation. That's why when you speak, systems must obey. You are a horn. Hmm. That let me open your eyes since you just want to find a lot about exaltation of horn. Do you know that the reason why, one of the reasons why, the revelation about the failure of Saul is because Saul was never anointed with a horn, he was anointed with a flask. David was anointed with a horn, but Saul was anointed with a flask. Flask is man made horn is god made because the horn emanated from an animal and nobody created animal save god and it means that if you are anointed with a horn it means that it is godly appointment but if you are anointed with a flask it is manly appointment and that is why saul was appointed by men because the people of god demanded that they will have king to rule over their life and god didn't appointed that but god allowed it because that was the desire of his people so horn speaks a lot every man has a horn okay i think i'm dealt with that can we continue okay so when you enter We have something we call the table of children. Now, where we have entered, now we have passed the outer court. We are now in the inner court, but in the inner court, it has been divided into two. We have the holy place and the most holy place. The most holy place was what was called the Holy of Holies. Are you writing? Now, in the holy place, I'm not talking about the Holy of Holies. In the holy place, there you will find something called the table of silk bread. And there were 12 loaves that had to be eaten by the priest every Sabbath. Now, the 12 is a symbol of the 12 tribes of Israel, but in typology, the bread was the bread, the bread there was Christ because He's the bread of life. Now, these 12 loaves, listen, I want attention to come alive. Oh. These 12 loaves was supposed to be baked. Fresh, it also that is it. So by revelation, you can have understanding that the 12 loaves on the table of shewbread can also now. There is something about the 12, the 12 tribes, the 12 disciples, the 12 months. Are you getting it? Yes. So it's a mystery. The table of sheep bread now there was something called the golden lampstand and that one the golden lampstand had seven stand now what a brofire fire friend of prongs seven prongs, prongs is P-R-O-N-G-S. Now, among the seven prongs, you will see that there is three on the left, three on the right, and there was one at the middle. And that one was even bigger than the rest. Now, the three on the left and right side, when you add them, is six the six is the number of man but the one standing between them is the Lord which means that Jesus must stand among us to make us perfect because the number seven is the number of perfection and it will only take Christ in our midst to make man perfect No man can be perfect unless they accept Jesus. Because Jesus is the seventh man. Now, there was no light in the tabernacle. The only light in the tabernacle was the lampstand. And it was called the golden menorah. You can call your son or your daughter menorah. Menorah, Samoa. Minora Mac aha. Uh-huh. Give your children good names, ooh. The next thing you could see there. Now, please, everybody. Now, let me, let me, let me go down now, because this is where I wanted to come. The rest I will talk about it some other time. And i must be, meaning in Africa, and I must be dealing with I'm dealing with altar, part one hey (laughs) now this is where I want the attention to come this is why we came here the altar of incense now anytime the priest will walk into the holy place to their right they will see the table of silver To their left, the golden lampstand, but immediately in front of the curtain that led to the Holy of Holies. The second room in the tabernacle was the altar of incense. So in Luke chapter one verse 11, what led us here? We saw an angel that appeared before the altar and when the angel appeared he appeared at the right side of the altar of incense and now we saw this altar of incense also in the holy place in the holy place and it was standing exactly in front of the curtains that leads towards the holy of holies or the most holy place so listen for you to enter the 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 court no you know is in two the outer court and the inner court the inner court is what is properly called the tabernacle are you getting it yes but for you to get into the inner court, you must first sacrifice something on the on an altar altar must speak for you now they will sprinkle blood on the tip of the altars meaning that the the on the tip of the horns meaning that the horns will speak on the north on the south on the east on the west and that's what some enemies are doing when you go to a shrine a fetish priest they will put blood on tip of horns they will put blood on tips of horns are you getting it Yes, and they'll make certain sacrifices, and it means that those horns are going to speak for you or against you. Am I talking to somebody now? When you go to the tabernacle and the outer cause, you will see this altar, and on top of this altar, you see these four horns. They will spray your blood on top of these four horns, and it will also speak for you. will speak for the people for their sins am I talking to somebody now it also grant you entrance into the tabernacle the holy place so for you to enter the holy place you must sacrifice now also for you to also enter into the most holy place there is another altar so what is it about altar that anywhere you go you must see an altar one location now, we have seen two authors. Mm. So, what does this talk to us? It means that every level has hit. Every level comes with a different order. When God lifts you, lift your seed. When God lifts you, lift your, your, your humility. When God lift you, lift your prayers, your prayer life. When God lift you, lift your holy life. When God lift you, listen, all of these things are speaking to us. are building altar now listen the priests were to bring coals of fire from the brazen altar now listen coals of fire the fire you are carrying now you must not leave it there the level you are getting you must carry that fire to that altar because it is that fire you are going to quickened, to rise into a different realm. Am I talking to somebody? The priests were to bring coals of fire from the brazen altar, that, and they were to lay those coals of fire on this altar of incense. And then they were to pour incense over the coals of fire. We could fill the entirety of the enclosure with a beautiful, wonderful fragrance. And here is the beautiful thing about this altar of incense typifies christ intercessory work on our behalf so i told you that incense is prayer hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 he ever lives to make intercession for us are you following yes okay so after the altar of incense you now enter into the holy of holies yeah here yeah, we, no, no. yeah, yeah, we are no no yeah we are no no now in the holy of holies There was that which we call the Ark of the Covenant. This one, I'm not going to teach it again because it it will delay my teachings on authors. But today I'm dealing with it once and for all. Don't come and ask me any question about it. (laughs) The Holy of Holies, that is the place where the Ark of the Covenant was. Now the act of, of the covenant, on top of it, was called the mercy seat. Yes. That is the mercy seat. That's the mercy seat. The Bible says that for there was a tabernacle made the first, wherein was the candlestick and the te- and the table of shewbread, which is quite sanctuary And after the second the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had listen the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about the gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant and over it, the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we can now speak particularly so what we see on top were what cherry beams which are shadowing the mercy seat okay now no priest was allowed to go there except the high priest and he goes there once every year, but it will shock you that now we are all allowed to enter into the holy of holies. Jesus, the Bible said, when Jesus died, the curtains of the tabernacle it torn apart, meaning that the entrance has now been opened to us. Everybody now have access to enter there, but it's your altar calling him. Mm. Now, in the Ark of the covenant, do you know that it was known that it was where God resided? And do you know that I told you that Moses built this place based on the vision that god showed him concerning heaven so this is also a kind of how the heavens were created or how the presence of god is because god wanted to dwell with men but god said if i want to dwell with men build me a sanctuary okay so if you want to know how heaven is it is like the 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 sanctuary so even it means that in the presence of God, there are all Oh, Jesus. Now, it contained these things. It contained the Decalogue, the Act of the Covenant, which is the Ten Commandments two stones five of the commandment on the on one so as a two that is like a tablet on one side you see five commandment on other side you see five commandment i get it so that is what it contains number two are you done number two it contains moses uh, or aaron's rod that bad dead and number three it contains a pot this is sunday scrutiny no? but you are forgotten about your sunday teaching. number three it contains a pot with manna all of these things are testament it, it became a testament for people to also believe that truly god reigned manna Hmm. now let me sh- show you something that nobody you've not heard it anywhere because even for me i'm hearing it now do you know that are you ready maybe i are not ready so let me stop let me hide it Eh, eh, eh. you Know that in the act of the covenant, it contained arrows, rod that budded and the tables of the covenant, a uh, covenant, sorry, golden port that had manna. So, three things number one. It contains manna, and manna is like a physical food that God reign. It is a divine food that God reign Number two, Aaron's rod, it is like a tree. It bad dead. So it bad it shows a sign of growth. Number three, we saw the Ten Commandments. Now listen any man that receives an instructions from God. Now, this is the ark where God dwells. Between the cherubims, that is where God dwells. Are you getting it? So it means that if we are to open it, we know what is in God. So if we open it, anything that is in God is what we will see in the ark of the covenant then we saw three things and the three things we saw was commandment that is number one number two we saw Aaron's rod that budded. number three we saw manna mm. Why will God give his people manna to eat because of hunger? But God did not allow them to cook, He ran from heaven. When we see a tree, what does it speak to us, especially the bad one? It means fruitfulness. Why is a tree kept in an ark of the covenant and it is still growing? Why is it? why is it enclosed and it is still growing? Why is the manna not rot? Why is it that it has been closed? This is like rice, this is like maize, this is like we don't know the kind of, 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 of that that meal, but still it never rot. What is keeping you safe? and the ten Commandment. the mystery behind it is that if you want to be fruitful like the bad tree as a man depend on the commandment of god and the diet of god there are two diet god give his word and his divine provisions now the manna is god's divine provision the food you are eating it is not blessed because you work for it it is blessed because God made provision for you to have that meal on your table. So God provides both your physical needs and your spiritual needs. The spiritual needs must come by feeding on the word of God. There are two things you must feed on: feed on the word of God and also feed on the things God provides for you physically. <laughs> me wabra de and you become fruitful. So the tree that was standing and being parted, it was possible because it was surrounded with two diet: the physical one and the spiritual one. Following the commandment of the Lord and, and also depending on the diet of God will make every man successful. Now I've ended this. Everything in the sanctuary is pointing to Christ. And I've shared with you before, everything in it is pointing to Christ. But it is also a picture of the sanctuary of God in heaven. So if you see an image of the tabernacle, you must also see an image of the presence of God. And he dwells among the cherubims where they have enthroned or shadowed or overshadowed the mercy seat. The glory cloud will descend between and that, that is where you will see him. In fact, the app is shutting down. But the Lord bless everybody. God when tomorrow morning, I will spend time to minister prophetically. The app is shutting. You can shut down any moment from now. I, I just realized it. The Lord bless everybody. Your understanding about authors will help you grow to erect proper altars onto the Lord and to put down negative altars. And today I pray for you. Every altar erected against you is cancelled. In the name of Jesus, you are covered and you are blessed. Negative altars will not have hold over your destinies again. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the proper altar called Jesus defend your cause in life. In the name of Jesus, as you are sleeping, may you rise up into a new glorious morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I'm the prolific George Mankego and Jesus is my boss. Until we meet again tomorrow, 6 a.m. is bye for now. My
0: God. Speak to voices to God tonight. You're the most beautiful. You're the most beautiful. No other girl. Like no other girl you